Hey everyone, welcome back to Paranormal. I'm your host, Marie Adaranti, and joining me today is a very special guest, Brendan Murphy. I don't know about very special, but <laughs> I'm doing my best. Well, you certainly helped me with everything here, so no thank problem. you. <laughs> yeah, you just have to turn compression on. Yeah, totally. And then that's how the podcast works. You guys, you just have to turn compression on, and that's how the yeah. podcast yeah. works. When I when I start my own, I'll already be leaks. Are you going to start your own? Probably not. Oh, I was really I don't excited know for enough, a second. I don't know enough shit to talk about, so pro- probably not. But You could just start like a shit-talking podcast. I feel like you'd be really good at that. Probably. <laughs> then I get shot at. No, um, just make up fake names. You'll be fine. True. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what I'll use to just, uh, whenever my friends piss me off, I'll just So like, this one's about uh, not Kenny. So... <laughs> We love Kenny. It's fine. Um, well, welcome. Thank you so much for coming. No problem. Thank you for having me. Um, anytime, <laughs> honestly. You know that. So we're going to talk about ghosts. Great. You're cool with that? Great. Not really, but... <laughs> you know my house is haunted, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, uh, I guess. All when, when like... So in every other episode that you've done, are mm-hmm. people, like, excited about ghosts? Like, are they, like, stoked yeah. on it? Or are they... Like me, where they're just like, this sucks, but I have a no, cool story. Because no. <laughs> that's... No, nobody says it... Oh, sorry. Nobody says it sucks to hang out with me, Um, but no, that's but, fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... um, um Yeah, as long as... uh Yeah, I was just curious to see, like, if people... Because I got, like, before I came here, like, I told Kenny I was I was going to do it, and he, he was... He was for sure just like, I don't know. I don't I don't know if it's real. You should have brought him. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but then something would happen and like that's the exact opposite of what I want to happen. So I just want just to like prove I want to it to go smoothly real. and just yeah. like, make it, you know, nothing creepy or scary or gross. So Ugh, we'll see gross what happens. Gross is fine. We'll see. Yeah. Oh god. Um yeah, no. Usually when people come on, they like obviously know what they're getting themselves into and yeah. Um, most of the people I have are just my friends. So, um, Jody was like, I don't think you've ever listened to any episodes of this, but there is one episode where this girl Jody came on. She's been my friend for years. We used to work together. Like we worked retail together for years and, um, I was starting it and I like posted on Facebook. If anyone has a cool ghost story, I'm starting this podcast, write it to me and I'm going to read them. And so she sent me a message and she's like, you know, I'm a medium. Like I can talk to ghosts. And I was like, Ugh. fuck, like I'm having you on my podcast, like a hundred percent. And then she said, this is the one I, this is, I remember you telling me about yeah. like seeing you posting about this episode. And I was like, I'm good on that yeah. one. Like I'll, I'll pass. I won't listen but. to that episode. I've listened to it one time. Like I listened to all of my episodes at least. Well, I listened yeah, to them all sure. one time, but like. You have to like edit them and if stuff. If I ever, or, or I whatever. literally don't edit them. They well, just get go. posted. So don't say anything stupid. Okay. But. I'll try not to. <laughs> but no, I won't listen to that episode ever again. And like when people ask me about it, I'm always like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't like talking about it. It's fucking scary. But listeners will email me. Like I had a guy last week email me and was like, uh, I every time I listen, like I hope something else has happened to you. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, like, that that's sucks. not nice. Yeah. It's scary. To be fair, I mean, like you did start like a paranormal podcast. So <sighs> I know. You know, if nothing ever me. happens to you ever again, you're you're out. You know All what right. I mean? Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, you have to live with the, the episodes you made up till that day. I and know. Then, and then no more after that. But that's kind of the position I'm in right now. I just keep telling other people's stories or like have yeah. people on that have good stories. So whatever. Well, good. I mean, that's that's clearly what I want. So <laughs> like, no offense. Like, I want, I want everything to happen. Just not when I'm here. Just not when you're here. Yeah. This is going to be my Christmas episode. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for, uh, <laughs> thanks for the ghost shit. I appreciate you're it. You're so fucking welcome. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I was going to say something. I forget exactly what it was, but that's fine. Um, I've got a couple stories to tell you tonight. Okay. I love telling you ghost stories because you always have the best reaction to them. I hate this shit. But I, okay. <laughs> thanks for coming, bro. <laughs> no problem. That's fine. <laughs> um, you've got some good ones. I've got... I do. Mine are nice, though. Like, mine are, like, nice. Well, the one is kind of scary, but the other one is, like, you know, it's, like, heartwarming and cute and shit. It's, like, yeah. the opposite of what people want, I think. No, um, they're good. You know, All of them are but, uh, but the really scary ones are fucked. So, yeah, lay them on me and we'll see what happens. I know. <laughs> I keep, like, teasing everybody about the one that I'm going to eventually tell about this yeah. demon one that I told you about it the last time I saw you, and I think... Yeah, that I, one's too much. Did you sleep? Yeah, but <laughs> but I mean, ugh, I know, still just scary. Um, I don't like it. But last but. week, I had a girl write in about um, her grandparents' house was haunted, and like okay. she's seen this woman in the house, and she left some things out. So I had emailed her back, and I was like, "Okay, so she said something in there, like about these nightmares that she would have, like okay. these recurring nightmares, and they're from, she believes yeah. they're from a past life." And so I was like write me your nightmares because like this person that I'm having on next week has a dream so like it would tie in nicely so she wrote me back and part of her story was about this girl that died in the house she committed suicide she shot herself and then like randomly in the email she's like oh when I saw her she had this insane face so like as I'm reading it for the first time I was like what do you mean insane face? Like yeah, you need yeah. to elaborate. Yeah, please. you can't just can't just drop that in there and, yeah, so and never she, touch on it again. So <laughs> she um wrote me back today and wrote me about why the lady looked insane and then wrote me about the dreams. So I'm gonna talk about that. Okay. I've got my sister's ghost story because I think I've used up I I swear I haven't used up all of my stories, but I can't think of any. Yeah. And plus you wanna save you wanna save a couple. Right? I need yeah, to stretch like, 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 I need yeah, to stretch to, them out if I'm gonna yeah. make this a thing. <laughs> And then, um, so I've got my sister's ghost story from my parents' house, which is extremely haunted. And, um, oh, that's what I was going to talk about. The, so every week that I get my stats for the, like, whatever top countries and top cities were that listened. So New York, New York was this week's top listener. So I have one from New York. Okay, cool. A famous one from New York. There you go. Awesome. What do, what should we start with? Um, Start with the insane face. That, okay, that's, it's a goodie? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, is it? We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> it's good. Okay, Cassie wrote back. I'm just going to read it verbatim. Okay. So, OMG. <laughs> you made... Good story. Thank you. <laughs> you made my story sound so awesome. I was totally sick in bed yesterday. I didn't realize until I was just listening to the podcast that I didn't tell you the significance of the back hallway. So, she saw this lady in the back hallway. Okay. That's actually where the lady shot herself. When I say she had an insane face, it's hard to describe. She just looked unstable. Her eyes were always just super wide and she had a crazy look on her face. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Anytime I've ever seen something, I've never seen like facial features. It's always been like a shadow person, like the outline of a full human body, but like never like any (laughs) facial expression. So that's I I think it's kind of it's kind of rare. I know. It, it like it's rare to to I want to one. see a face and like and you know what I mean and like and notice a face. Maybe I, I don't really, know. I, really I haven't want to see one. To be I don't. Let's <laughs> hope it doesn't happen. But I I mean I haven't. You know nothing like that has happened to me. But um, you know through like a like a bunch of friends I have like you included mm-hmm. all the stories that I've heard and stuff about actually actually seeing something like you know not not like something moving or yeah. Um, 
you know, something weird or, or, or a light flickering or, or nothing like that, like actually seeing something, it, you know, it's very rare that anybody's ever said like, and this is what their face looked like. And yeah, know, like this is, this is how they looked and they had, you know, they had uh, short hair, long hair, like you never yeah. really, you never get that much detail. It's always like, yeah, there was a, there was a man in my room and yeah. you know what I mean? And like, that's sort of where it is. I don't know if it's maybe the, maybe it's like your your own brain blocking it out because it's That's, so goddamn scary. But. I literally was going to say that. I was going to say like, or I was going to ask, we'll get back to her email, but like okay. sometimes when people are like, I've never seen anything, I don't believe in it. I'm like, that's because you like, you're, I think that people see it, but their brain is like, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. No, no fucking way. That might be the case for me. Cause like this, like I said, like I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know what, like if, like I, I, I believe it, but I think I, believe it because I'm so scared of anything happening. <laughs> um, you know, because the minute that you're like, this isn't real, it's bullshit. It's nothing's ever going to happen. Something obviously happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm fully like, yeah, this, this shit's real, man. Like this works. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, so you've never it's seen scary. anything and it's working for you. Yeah. So I haven't far. seen anything yet. I've had weird things happen that I'll explain, <laughs> but you know, nothing like, you know, no, I haven't been seen somebody in my house or anything like yeah. that. Like maybe like felt something off or weird or whatever. But I yeah. think that, that could just be because, you know, I'm usually going to bed at five or six in the morning. That's definitely what it is. It's, it's exhaustion. Um. <laughs> so that's probably it. All right. So she goes on to say, <clears throat> so the nightmares, some of my earliest childhood memories are of these nightmares. They would start out with me going to bed in my current house. Yes, I would dream about falling asleep. And then I, so I guess she would, they the dreams would start with her going yeah. to bed. And then waking up in a different bed, I'd get up and I'd be in a completely, I'd be in completely different clothing upon walking out of my room. I would no longer be in my little house that I shared with my mom and older brother, but a much larger home. The only thing that was the same was a reclining chair. There was a family, a woman, a man, and a boy that lived there too. The man terrified me. He always wore a suit and a hat but was utterly terrifying. I would always wake up from the nightmare with him chasing me. The woman was completely indifferent towards me. Chasing dreams are terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The woman was completely indifferent towards me. She acted like I didn't exist. And I always had the feeling that I was a waste of her time. I would beg for her to help me when I was being chased and she would just ignore me. Uh, The boy was older than me, but still under 10. He would torment me too, hitting me and chasing me after or chasing after me in the end. I said earlier that it was a completely different house except for the one chair, and that's how I would escape the nightmare every time. If I was able to outrun the man and the boy making it to the chair, I would wake up. Every night I'd go to bed and the terror would start right back up again. It was like a video that hit pause when I woke up and it would, oh, it was like a video that hit pause when I woke up and would resume as soon as I fell asleep. Due to these nightmares, I became really good at waking myself up from dreams and realizing when I'm dreaming. I'm jealous yeah. of that. I I know. Th- this is, yeah. She says this, something. I was going to be like, this, just like you, you fucking yeah, asshole. Th- this, this yeah, like that's, it's definitely weird. I, I actually have, I have like a weird recurring nightmare story that I can, yes, I can tell after tell this us, that I used to have as a kid all, all the time. And because of that, I think that's why my every dream I have is lucid. I know when I'm dreaming. <sighs> I can wake up. I can do anything. Am I, I like if I am having a nightmare, I can snap out of it instantly. But I think it's because I trained myself as a kid, you know, from having so many nightmares and stuff growing I've up. I've never but, had like a recurring nightmare, but the nightmares that I have are always like, for example, my mom would be like, 
I'm going to die now. I'm going to die. Okay. Like right now. That's way, so that's bye. way worse. And yeah, I would start way, like crying. Like I remember like my grandma, same thing. I'm going to die now. Like this one dream, it was the scariest dream I ever had. Somebody like kidnapped me and my sister yeah. and they like brought us to this room and this like scary old lady was like, we're going to kill both of you and we're going to kill your sister first. So I'm just going to take her now. And I was like, oh That's my God, I have hell. to save my sister. Yeah. Like, but never recurring. Yeah. So, see, my, mine were always like, so they were so ridiculous that it wouldn't affect me in my everyday oh. life. Like, you know, like, I mean, I've definitely had dreams where it's like, you know, oh, I'll, I'll have a dream that, um, uh, my girlfriend cheated on me or I yeah. have a dream that someone in my family dies or something like that. And those are the ones that you wake up from and you're kind of distraught and you're yeah. like, this sucks and you feel really weird. But luckily like 99% of my dreams are so, they're so like ridiculous and completely like insane that I immediately tell them like, well, that's, this isn't real. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's very easy to identify, but damn, the Not ones me. like you're describing, those are those are the ones that I think Awful. like actually fuck you up and like do some yeah. do some irreversible damage to you <laughs> mentally. But <laughs> what, luckily, I, I haven't had too much of that. When I had the one about my mom saying like I'm gonna die now, I woke up with like I was woke up with tears on my face. I've yeah, never yeah, had that sure. happen. Anyways, <laughs> so she says back to Cassie's email. Yeah, I stopped having the nightmares when I was about eight and just started dreaming. So for the most part now I have great lucid dreams, which was when yeah. I was going to be like, fuck yeah. you guys. I want to lucid <laughs> yeah. dream so bad. I know nothing's real and I take full advantage of it. However, about a year ago, I woke up, my, I woke my fiance up screaming. It took him several minutes to wake me. I had the dream again. And at 29, it scared me worse than ever. He said that I was screaming, no, don't take me over and over. That's imagine waking up to that. Yeah, that's like, fuck no. <laughs> like you go to bed beside someone yeah. that you love and you wake up to them. them screaming, no, screaming. don't take like, me. That's, yeah, like, that's too much. <laughs> no, thanks. They may not seem that bad to an outsider, but they were absolutely horrible. I feel that I should also tell you until I was about four years old, I was terrified of any male except my brother and my grandpa that I mentioned in my last email. Every other male terrified me to the point that I'd run screaming out of a room if a guy came in. That's me on a regular day. My yeah, mom's I was going to say, say that's, that's foreshadowing for, uh, for, for men in, in, in general. Yeah. But. My mom was convinced that I had a previous life in which I was abused by men. I think there's stuff I used to say that she hasn't told me because she's made me promise to never see a psychic or be hypnotized. Can you please go see a psychic? I want you to write me another Don't story. Do that. Don't encourage that. God. So that's it for the nightmares. I can also tell you about when I lived in a haunted dorm in college. Yes, please. I attended historic Flagler College in St. Augustine, Florida. I want to, have you ever been there? Uh, not St. Augustine, no. Okay, apparently no. it's described as like the quaintest town in the USA. And okay. when I was in Orlando, me and my friend planned on going there. We never made it. How far is it from Orlando? I don't even remember, but there's like a okay. bus trip that would take you. So we were going to oh, go, okay. but we didn't. I've got lots of others too. I seem to attract activity everywhere I go. I need you to write to me. Even at work, uh, even at work, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. You too, girl, Cassie. Thank you. And I wrote back to her. I was like, I have a great college dorm room story. Yeah, I need you to write ugh. me yours so that I can align it. With that's the why I'm episode. glad I never went to post-secondary. <laughs> that's like, no, why? Like, I think I've, I've, like, <laughs> I've been in a dorm once maybe. Uh, yeah. I think it was Guelph. University of Guelph, Probably maybe. I've ever been to University um, of Guelph. But that was just staying there. Uh, but yeah, all these like 
haunted fucking creepy dorm room stories. I'm just like, God damn it. Like I'm sitting here and being like, all right, maybe, maybe capping it off after the high school diploma is was a smart choice. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, uh, how's your job? You, you have a job, you make, you make money. That's sick. Must be nice. Uh, you make money. You're to, fine. to an extent, not, uh, not real people money, but yes, you do. Uh, but I make metalcore fuck money. Yeah. So that's, that's and fine. you get to travel and you have like <laughs> exactly. a fun time. So. That's that's the trade-off. Absolutely. I'd take that. I oh get lucid God. dreams. You can get a job anytime. Like you, you're I fine. I won't do it. I won't. No, I mean like I if you ever it. needed to. <laughs> I guess, you yeah. You could get a job. Um, okay. About the nightmare thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, until you told me the story, like I, I didn't plan on like talking about this one today, but it's like, it, you know, it, like it's, it's fine. And, and it's, you know, this isn't something that like plagued me really growing up, but so every night I would have this dream that I, um, like, okay. So my, in, in my house, like my, uh, my parents' house, I lived in the same house my whole life, uh, up until recently. And then, um, so upstairs, I like, you know, you go up the stairs and there's a door immediately at the stairs. Like that's my room. My brother's is to the right. My parents is down the hall a little bit further for even further right. So every night I would have this dream where I would wake up in my room and I would say, for whatever reason, I was like, Hey, I'm going to go to my, my parents' room. And, uh, cause like, so I didn't, I think when I, when I was like younger, I didn't have a TV in my room and my parents did. Mm-hmm. So if my dad was at work or something and he was like working nights or whatever, if I was bored, I would go in my parents' room and watch TV while my mom is asleep. Yeah. So, um, so in the dream, I'd wake up presumably to, to, to go do that. So I'd get up and I would go, I would go in my, my parents' room and I would be laying in bed and then my mom would get up and leave suddenly. Like she'd be, she'd be dead asleep. And it's like, the room looks exactly the way it was now. Everything was, was identical. My mom looked like my mom. She would get up and she would just leave. She'd leave the room and then the, like she would shut the door to the bedroom and then in front of their in, in front of their bed like directly across from it there's a um like a like a giant mirror I, I the the name of it's escaping me now you just redid your house so what is it a like giant the, mirror no the the mirror with like the, the <laughs> oh the a vanity top, a vanity I guess a vanity with yeah, like yeah, all yeah. the the like the like to do your the drawers for and clothes shit. and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. yeah so that was there um and I would look into the mirror and the mirror would look like water. Like it would, it would look like, oh um, like, like it, would, it would start to like, like another like, dimension like behind it. Yeah. Oh yeah, my like God. Shit, shit like that. <laughs> and so it would, it would start off being like really restless. And then as the, as the, the water mirror like settled, there'd be a, a guy in it. And he was like, and he had like, it was like a, I, I don't know, like not, not like an old guy, not a young guy, like I guess middle age, whatever. And like and then it would it would stop on him and he would and he would start talking to me and I couldn't understand what he was saying it was all like garbled like it sounded crazy and and then um and then like he would he would sort of like vanish and it would be the mirror again and then to the left of my parents bed there's a there's a bathroom then they have a closet and then there's the door to leave. So anytime I would like, I would leave the bed and and it would, it would like, that would give me some weird, like unsettling feeling where I knew I had to get out. So I would like run into the bathroom and then there'd be people in there that I I don't know who they are. And they would start reaching for me and I'd shut the door. Then I'd do the closet, same thing. And then I would run to the other, um, 
like to the door to get out of the bedroom and then I would try and open it and it obviously wouldn't open and then that was about the time that I would wake up every every night and I had this dream every night like it, it, it got to a point where I would you know, I, I would, I would be going to sleep and then I, I would wake up in, in the stream would start and, you know, I would like get to my mom's room and be like, okay, like my mom's going to get up and leave now. Okay. There she goes. Bye mom. Fuck. Okay. The mirrors looks like water. Hey, the, the man in the mirror's <laughs> here now. Here. Hey, what's up? I can't understand you. And I would get to the point where I'd like go open the doors and be like, oh yeah, I remember you guys from last night and, and shit like that. And it, it was like, it was such a, like it, it literally happened to me every single night. And then if, if, you know, then after a little while I stopped having that dream and I would still have other nightmares Mm -hmm. and I still do, but I think because of that dream and it happening so much and me being able to, to know what's a dream and what's not, I think that that's why I get like lucid dreams now. And like, that's why I can, I can sort of like control my dreams. And I mean, you know, you can't, I, I, I mean, maybe, maybe once you're very good at it, you can you know, you can be crazy and be like, oh, I'm in my dream. I'm going to go fly. I'm going to go yeah. uh, take this, steal this nice car. I'm going to take take a million dollars out of the bank, like whatever. Steal a but, nice car. But like, like, that's what you would do. <laughs> you know, but you know what I mean, right? Like a dream or like, I don't know, like, I don't like this guy. I'm going to kill him because it's a dream. Like no. that, that kind of stuff. But, but, um, you know, it, it just, it just happened. Like, you know, now whenever I dream, I'm like, okay, like this isn't real. And if I'd ever get, if it ever, if it ever gets to a point where I don't like it, I can just open my eyes and I'm awake Fuck, and like, I'm and like totally, so and totally fine. Yeah, no, I've honestly like <laughs> looked online to find out like, how can I lucid dream? What do there, I do? There's ways to do it. How? <laughs> like, okay. So, so there was a while ago where, um, I started writing down all my dreams okay, yeah, because they were, suggestion. yeah, because they were really funny. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I would tell, like I, I would write out these these stories like the man in the mirror dream and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I'd start writing them out. And then as I, as I would dream every night, I would wake up and I would immediately write down what happened, go back to bed, whatever. And then I started posting them. And then when I was doing that, I think that was at the height of my like remembering dreams. Okay. You know, so, so like when you keep writing them down and stuff like that, it, I think it, it sort of trains you to be better at remembering the dreams. Because I, guess, I, I think, I, I think, I'm not sure if it's if it's accurate or maybe I heard wrong, but I think that like we all dream every night. It's just like we don't remember them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was like really good practice for me to start being able to remember my dreams to where I didn't even have to write them down. When I woke up, I could write them down hours later or weeks later and I would still remember them very Damn. vividly. But That's yeah, but that that was like that was um I think that was sort of the start of it, of like the dream thing. Because, you know, like I said, to this day, my dreams are still completely ridiculous and they're, you know, they're fucking nuts and they're really, they're always really funny, um, usually really funny. Um, and, uh, yeah. And like, you know, I always like wake up and I, I'll tell people about them and stuff like that. And they're like, that's fucking insane. Like, how do you remember that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I think just the sheer ridiculousness of the dream. just There's only been like one time where I realized within my dream that I was dreaming and I was like okay, I'm going to fly. This is, this is my chance. Yes. And this it lasted, is your, your this chance. is my one chance. <laughs> yeah. And it lasted like maximum seven seconds. Yeah. And I woke up and I was like, fuck, I want to exactly, do that again yeah. so bad. For, for me, I, I think, I think that like, once I notice that I'm, that I'm dreaming, like in the dream, like what, once I'm, I'm really like, okay, this shit is boring. Like I'm going to start fucking around and doing whatever I want. Cause it's my dream and I can do it. Mm-hmm. That's sort of when I notice that I'm like, 
slowly like slipping out of the dream and it's like fading away so it's like it's like you said you kind of have a timer on it where you're like in a dream you can realize like this shit sucks like i'm gonna do whatever i want like Mm -hmm. it's my fucking dream i can do anything and there's no consequence like i'm just gonna i'm gonna go ape shit and then you know you only have like a, a very short amount of time where you can maybe get in a little bit of the yeah. the fucking mischief you want to and then you're awake anyway, i'd be like anyway, i'm gonna so. go do a comedy skit with kyle mooney yeah there, there it's you gonna go. be fine <laughs> yeah like yeah like you know what i mean you, you just you think of like anything you can think of like like you said like i'm gonna fly or fucking yeah you know or like Whatever. i'm gonna go punch that guy in his face and then right when you get up to them i don't have to dream you're snapped you're face. snapped out of it yeah well i guess yeah you can you can do it anytime i know right all right. Well, speaking of dreams, Brendan, let's yeah. talk about what you came here to talk about. Okay. Um, <laughs> so like I, like I mentioned before, I haven't had too many, um, you know, paranormal things happen to me in, in my life, but one that happened very recently, um, it was this summer. So um, my band was on tour this summer and we were on Warp Tour and we were doing, um, I can't remember where we were, but I got, you know, like I got a phone call from my parents saying like, hey, you're, you know, my grandpa who like, he was dealing with with Alzheimer's for a while and and he was in, you know, he was in a home and stuff and he was just kind of fading, I guess. And so my, my mom called me and said like, hey, your grandpa's not really doing really well. Like um, the doctors think he had a stroke, so we don't know how much longer he's going to be alive. So, you know, just be, you know, be ready for it. And, And that was the thing is like, I think at that point, we were all kind of ready for it. You know what I mean? Like we all, we all kind of knew like, okay, he's, you know, this isn't a life, like he's not living, right? Like he's he's alive, but this isn't, you know, this isn't a life, especially one that he would want knowing him. Oh, for sure. So, so it was, you know, it wasn't like a out of nowhere, sudden, like big thing. And it was, it was still obviously sad. Like, you know, it it sucked. I mean, like my whole family was, was torn up over it, but Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, devastating like you know it wasn't like oh my god like what do you mean he's gone it's like no he was you know he was on his way out Mm -hmm. so um so on the tour my mom tells me that two days go by and then she she my little brother calls me and my dad and stuff and he's like hey so your grandpa died so what do you want to do like are you going to come home and stuff and I'm like yeah like it's totally fine so um I I booked a flight pretty much I, I think I think it was like on the Thursday and then I flew home on the Saturday. So I think like it was, it was Thursday night. We woke up, I played, we played in St. Louis. um, I believe we played St. Louis on Friday. And then I immediately went right from our set to the airport, got on a plane, came home, um, went to the funeral, did all that stuff. Like saw my family and, and saw my friends and, you know, and everybody that everybody came and, and one of my last nights, so I was home for two days and on one of the last days, um, uh, or sorry, sorry, I, I don't think it was actually on Warped Tour that I had the dream. I think it was, I think it was after I had gotten home. Um, I, I, I woke, I, ha- I was, I was having this dream. I remember I was at my house, parents' house. Um, so the, the dream that I had was. I was at my grandparents' house and they lived like they lived on West Third. They've been in the same house my whole life as well. Um and uh I I was in the kitchen upstairs and 
my my grandma was there and my mom was there in the dream and stuff like that. And I I, I knew the house. I knew it was my grandparents' house. So my grandma, um, she like we were talking and then she just like, hey, hey, there's somebody here that wants to talk to you. And from around the corner, like there was like a living room, like separate door kind of thing there. Mm-hmm. And my grandpa walks from around the corner and in, and because of what I talked about before, like the lucid dreams and stuff and knowing that I'm dreaming in my mind, I'm going, you're fucking dead. Like you're dead as hell. How the hell are you here? Mm-hmm. And you know, I see him and he's, and he's there and, and he's, and he's, so he starts talking to me and he's asking me like, you know, he's like, Oh, like, sorry, you had to come home. Like, you know, you're out on tour. Like you're, you're, you know, you're having fun and, and you're doing what you love and stuff. And everybody's really proud of you and all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, you know, and, and it was like, and it was crazy because it, it wasn't him, like how we, how he was the last couple of years, like with Alzheimer's and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it was, he was like sharp and he was, and he was talking to me and, and he was making sense. And we just had a conversation for a little bit and he just kept saying like, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Like, don't stop, like, don't stop playing music. Like, don't stop doing what you love, like all this stuff. And then he, he said in the dream, cause in the dream, they were like, we were in the kitchen. So I think they were like making dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to talk to you later. I have to get started on, on the potatoes. And I'm like, okay, like bye grandpa. Like, you know, mm-hmm. thanks for everything. Like I'll miss you. And then I, yeah. so I wake up and I'm like, holy fuck. Like that was, that was such a crazy dream. And then, um, I was, I was at home with my girlfriend, Steph and she, uh, she wakes up and, or she's already awake and she's on her phone and she turns to me and like Ryuji, the dog that we follow, like that I yeah. follow, that I I'm in love with. Yes. <laughs> um, she's like, oh, look at like look at this thing Ryuji posted, like right when I wake up, and and in like the caption for the Ryuji picture was something like like I can't like like oh like sorry I ran out of potatoes like like Shut for the vegetable up. salesman. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that part of the story. Yeah, that's, I had no idea. Yeah, that was that was like that's the so that was up. the scary part. So so in the dream the last thing my grandpa says to me is okay like I'll see you later like I have to go start the potatoes oh and then I, I the second I wake up Steph shows me the Ryuji photo and the caption is like oh like cuz for what without getting too into it uh Ryuji's a Shiba Inu from in in Japan I don't and know. And he's like, adorable. Like, he's like the cute, cutest dog in the world he's he's actually the owner i mean i like to think the dog but we're friend, yeah. we're friends yeah <laughs> uh you know we we always communicate and we you know we send him gifts and stuff and we did a shirt with ryuji on it and everything so for anyone listening that doesn't know that that much it's like it's a very big deal yeah um and you know and then i wake up and so the owner always makes a joke about him being like a vegetable salesman or whatever and it's really <laughs> funny um so that was it like my grandpa saying okay I'll talk to you later I have to go start the potatoes and then waking up and immediately Steph showing me something saying like I'm all out of potatoes oh my god and I just was fucked and I started crying and I like told my mom and everything and it was just like and it was crazy and I think that you know I like I I don't know what's what's real and what isn't and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. you know I like I told my grandma about it and I told my mom about it and they're just you know, they were, they were both just, you know, they're like, that's like, that's really sweet. Like, that's yeah. like a, you know, it's a very nice, Aww. it's a very nice story. And it's a cool thing to tell people because I, I didn't, I didn't say goodbye to my grandpa mm-hmm. um, because I was on the road, yeah. you know, so I was out on tour and stuff like that. And, and I, you know, I didn't get to have like a final goodbye. So I think that like in my mind, whether it was my subconscious making up for the fact that I, I never said goodbye right. um, or not, 
it was still kind of cool because like now I feel like I feel like it happened. You know I what think I mean? Like I, I feel like it. I think the potatoes prove that it happened. That, that, and that's <laughs> see like that's the crazy thing. Like yeah. if, if Steph just if I woke up and Steph just showed me a photo of Ryuji. I was like, look at this. I'd be like, oh, that's cute. I love that dog. Yeah. Also, I have this crazy dream I have to tell you about, but Fuck. it was the whole, like, and it's so stupid to say it out loud, but it's like the whole potato thing. Like the, you know, both, like the dream ending with potatoes and then my day starting with something about potatoes. It's right. just like, okay, I don't know what's real and what's not, but something's fucking up with that. It's, right. it's crazy. Um, and, and also, uh, so I can, I can go into, into this too. So like after, after telling my mom that, that story, um, she said, um, like, so I, I tell her that and then she, she immediately was like, yeah, like there's been some like weird shit going on here too and stuff. And I'm like, okay, like what? And so she's, um, she's telling me that when, when my grandpa was still alive, um, you know, he, so he was in the hospital. He had, they, they think he had like a massive stroke. So that was what sort of prompted this and and prompted my parents to tell me like, Hey, we think he's not going to be around for too much longer. And so, well, uh, so they, they pretty much said like, okay, what do you want to do about it? Like, you know, because he, he would have to, he would have to like be, you know, like hooked up to like oxygen machines and like a feeding tube and he'd have to be rehabilitated and That's stuff. That's like and what happened to my grandfather too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so my mom was just like, you know, why, like, you know, and my, my mom is very, very blunt and stuff like that. When she talks about these sort of things, I think that's where I get it. <laughs> but she was essentially just like, what the fuck do you mean we're going to rehabilitate him for what? Like yeah. for what? Like we're going to, we're going to do all this shit and we're going to rehabilitate him so that way he can continue what suffering and, yeah, and, and not living, not living out his life, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like fuck, like for, for what? Like, why would we do that? Yeah, like why, exactly why, you know, why would we keep him alive? Like his body's shutting down Like we should just let it happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think that that, that was a, that's like a massive, um, like stride for my mom to be able to, you know, let go and and say like, okay, you know, this is like, this is time. And I, I need, we need to stop delaying it and putting things in the way. Like if, it, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, they said, okay, if, if you don't want to do anything. And, and my grandma said the same thing. Yeah. My grandma was like, for what? Like, why, why are we going to keep them alive? For what? There's, yeah. there's no point. So, um, so yeah. So th- like my, he, he was, he was in, he was, uh, he got transferred to the hospital from the, the home and he was pretty much just in, in a, in a wing, like or in a room in the hospital and stuff like that, like living out his last couple of days. And my, my mom said that, so he had, he had the stroke on the Thursday, which is when they initially told, told me, mm-hmm. or no, sorry. I think it was, I think it was earlier on in the week. I think it was like the Tuesday. And then, um, and then so the, the next couple of days, like, you know, he's, he's hooked up to machines and stuff and he's just, he's, he's not talking, he's not doing anything because he can't. And then my mom said, all of a sudden one day he just like started talking and was like completely normal. And my mom, my mom described it as like somebody just flipped a switch and he was like completely back to normal wow. again. And he, and he knew who everybody was. And he was saying like, Mary, like, 
this is like, this place sucks. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, let's go home. Like, can you ask, can you ask Len if there's like a football game we can go to or something like it, it was, it was almost like, it was almost like he reverted to back when he was healthy, like before yeah. all the Alzheimer's and dementia and all that stuff. And, you know, and he, and he knew everybody and, and he, you know, he like for the last uh, couple the last year or so that he was alive, like he didn't know who my mom was. Like he knew my mom's married, but he didn't know that it was his daughter, his daughter yeah. and stuff like that. But you know, the, the second, like this, this day, this crazy, whatever day, like, so that happened. And my mom just kept saying like, no, no, like, you know, we got to stay here, whatever, you know, like just, just relax and, and it's fine. And then my mom said that she, he, that, uh, she left for a bit. I think she like went to get food or get my grammar or something. And they came back and my mom is, my mom legitimately thought that he was like, fine. My mom was like, Oh my God, like he's good. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's going to recover and, and he's going to be fine. And, you know, and this is, and it seems like he knows who everybody is like this, is you know, like basically like miracles yeah. and shit. And so he was, he was laying in bed and he started, he started like, like trying to swat something you know, like he was just laying there, like, like, like a fly was around. And my mom's like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you, what are you after? Like, is there something on the ceiling? And he's like, no, he's like, there's a, there's a bug. There's like a, there's like a fly going around or whatever. Like, I got to get the bug. My mom's like, no, there, there, there's no fly. Like, don't like, stop it. Like, you know, there's no fly here. Like, look, I'm looking. I'm then she went over and she was looking around and trying to find it. And she's like, there's no fly, like stop. And then a little while later, he's, he starts doing it again. And my mom's like, dad you gotta stop like there's nothing and then she looks up and there is a fly so she's like oh okay like this is you know so whatever you, like i i guess this is it so my mom kills the fly um a little a little while like a little bit longer goes by and he starts reaching again and and grabbing stuff my mom's like dad I, we got rid of the fly there's no fly in, there's no fly in, like anywhere and and uh and my grandpa says like no, like I, I see like Gerald and Fran, like they're over there and they keep, they keep trying to get me to go over to him. And like, that's his brother and sister who died years and years ago. So okay. he was like the only one, he was the only uh, child from his family left. And my mom's like, okay, no, like, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, don't, you yeah. know, don't go to like, cause don't in, go. you know, yeah. in her mind, she's like, no, you're good. Like you're, you're, good. Yeah. you're fine. You're, you're going to be fine. And uh, you know, so he stopped for a little bit and then he started again and again, and he was kind of doing it for the rest of the night just being like, and you know, and he, and he was talking to my mom and he's like, Mary, like, I gotta go. Like, like, uh, Gerald and, and Fran are there. Like I, like they, like I, they need me to go with them. Like I have to go, like, I can't stay here anymore. So my mom finally said, okay, if you, if you have to go, you go. And then he died. Wow. So so that, that part was, you know, that, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me all about that. And I'm like, that's fucked up. Like, you know, with the dream I had and everything. And then, so she said that, um, she was, she was in there and, uh, she was like in his room or whatever. And they came and got him and, and took him and, and she was sitting in the room and she's reading this magazine and, uh, it's all about like Alzheimer's and, and, you know, dealing with death and stuff and, 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 you know, elderly parents and relatives and everything. And she said that she was reading something saying like, uh, saying, you know, like if, if you, if you see a feather out of place, out of nowhere, and you just come across a feather, like that's apparently like a sign that somebody who's died wants to, you know, they, they want to let you know that, 
they're okay or that they're still there or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then my mom's like reading it. She puts the magazine down and as she goes to leave, she looks under the hospital bed mm-hmm. and like she can see under the bed and there's a feather under the bed. And yeah. she's like, and, and, and she kept it. Like she has it at home. Yeah, yeah, like she's like, sure. she's like framed it. Like she's, she's got it. She's framed and, it. And she's, and she's all, box. yeah, yeah, she, exactly. <laughs> she's all about it. Like that's, that's him. Like, I know it's him. Absolutely. You know? She's she completely what is a, fe- a full feather, not like from a like a duvet or no no like, like yeah like not not like feather. a not like a, a pillow feather or nothing like that like a, a yeah. le- like a legit long ass fucking like right from a bird feather <laughs> under the bed and just one of them and we were in a ho- like they're in a hospital, You're in a hospital. yeah so where did that come you know from? The, where would it have came from Fuck. and also um, when they came and got his body they were cleaning the room mm-hmm. and stuff, obviously. So they like, so the, the nurses had been in there and stuff and my mom's just sitting in there reading and, you know, I guess being alone and, and mm-hmm. you know, taking it in or whatever. And then she looks and there's like one fucking feather right dead center oh in the God. middle under the bed. Yeah. So she's kept it and she, you know, she's got it like. I would. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I would, <laughs> I would too. It's just really funny to, you know, to think that all this stuff sort of happened around the, uh, you know, like around my grandfather's death and stuff. And it's like, you know, it's, it's weird, but I like, it was as soon as I told her about the dream, it was like floodgates open. Like she had all these other stories about weird stuff that's been happening. Cause I want to come on my podcast. Yeah. You might as well. I'm I'm sure, I'm sure she has, she has a shitload of stories from, uh, from when we were younger, but, but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, like that's so like, like I said, like those are like my, my, otherworldly like paranormal type stories because oh my god you know because like that's mine are all kind of like heartwarming and nice yeah, as opposed to <laughs> being chased by the weird face woman and the man and their son and shit like and all, all that stuff you know mine are like actually pretty they're pretty nice which yeah, is yeah cool. they're sweet <laughs> yeah thank you for telling them no problem um oh i was just gonna like make one random comment about okay. how um when my so my mom's, both my mom's parents passed away, but like, okay, so my grandfather who lived in this house, who I believe still haunts it, um, okay. <laughs> uh, he passed away when I was like nine months old, but all okay. my other grandparents I knew well into when yeah. I was an adult. So my mom's two parents passed away within, I think, two years of each other. Okay. And when my grandmother passed away, like there was this huge thing about her jewelry where um, just like fucking, it was so stupid. Like people are so fucking dumb when someone passes away like who gives a shit who gets what oh shit? yeah like who fucking but like cares? i said you're italian it's the same thing oh same thing happened with my family legit like all i got like, like who who gets what and shit like yeah. that's literally why Ridiculous. half of my like my grandma's side of the family uh you know it, it like they when my when her father died like my mom's grandfather mm-hmm. there was the whole argument about you who know gets who what? gets what and, like and, who gives a shit yeah yeah it, 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 like, like really it'd be different if it was Sure, you know what? If if we're talking like millions of dollars here, like whatever, yeah. fucking sick. But like, you know, arguing about, you know, who gets this fucking old watch that's broken? It's like, Thank yo, you. who that's cares? Like, this yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, no, like, so whatever. like sentimental yeah, like, value, sure, but just... there's no need to argue and split up a family over like exactly. someone else's shit that they didn't even want. They didn't anymore. want anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Like from my grandfather, all I, not the one from this house, my other one, all I got, all I wanted and all I got, like all I was like, this is what I want. This is the only thing I want. I don't give a shit what you do with the rest of it was like 
the cardigan that he wore every day. Like, yeah. That's what I wanted. That's what I got. I was happy with that. That's cool. From my grandma, like my, um, my mom's mom, all I got from her was a, well, no, I got a lot of stuff from her because there was a big kerfuffle about it. But yeah. before she passed away, she gave me this really nice, I don't know if you know what a cameo brooch is. No. Okay. So it's like, if I describe it, you'll know what it is, but it's like a gemstone where somebody has carved out like the silhouette of a woman's face. So okay. it's like a pink background and then like a white woman's like profile on it. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, They're super fucking expensive. And she saw me wearing like a fake ring of one once and was like, I have a brooch that matches that. You can have it. And she used to do this all the time. You can have it because I'm going to die. I was like, okay. Yeah. It's like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But all of her other jewelry, there was like a huge thing about it. And when they saw me wearing this brooch at her funeral, my family was like, where did you get that? Like my uncles and aunts, where did you get the brooch? Yeah. Like you don't get anything else then. And it was just like this dumb thing. And yeah. so my sister went, my mom eventually like was like, okay, like we're going to sit down and talk about this. Like human beings. Yeah, and not, like, and not who argue gives and a grab shit it what, scraps. Who has what? <laughs> yeah. Like everybody gets something and, and it doesn't fucking matter what it is. So that's what we did. And my mom, thankfully, like settled everyone. And I think my aunt, like my aunt Liz did like everyone, like they settled everyone down. Yeah. And then um, my sister went to see a psychic. And so my sister goes to see the psychic and the psychic was like, your grandma just passed away. Like my sister said nothing about it. Your grandma just passed away. There's something going on with her jewelry. Everybody's fighting over her jewelry. And my sister was like, oh my God. Yes. Like that is, that is exactly what's happening. And then the psychic just said, like, all she says is, like, don't even worry about it. Like, don't stress yourself out about it. Because every single piece of jewelry that everybody gets is exactly who she wants it to go to. So, like, don't don't worry about it. Like, just leave it alone. My cousin was here the other day. And she was talking about it. And I said, I told her that. And she was like, oh, that's so comforting. Because, like, I fucking, she felt so bad. Because she got, like, the necklace my grandma wore every day. And she felt like... My mom should have gotten it because my mom was her firstborn kid, but yeah, yeah. my nonna like raised my cousin Michelle. So yeah. whatever. Anyways, yeah. That's yeah, a little nice. psychic story. <laughs> yeah, the psychic. Um, I've never seen a psychic. Go see one. Tell me about it. No, it's like, I don't know. It's too much. Like, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know my own like future. It doesn't, really, they don't really like, tell you, like they don't tell you much about your future. To be yeah, honest. but I don't want them to go in and be like, so you're going to get really sick soon. And then every they don't every day for the rest of my life, I'm going to be like, fuck, like, I'm well, so, I got to be, care- I gotta be I careful cold, because, yeah. you know, I'm going to I'm gonna get sick or whatever. They don't tell you that. <laughs> they don't give you bad news. They don't. They do not give you bad news. If they see something, they will not tell you about it. So don't that, I mean, that's good at least. Yeah. I don't, don't want to sit down and then they're like, oh, fuck. The last time like, I saw okay, them. Okay, you're, you're fucked, but, <laughs> you know, at least you're going to get something you yeah, know it's like no. oh people will like that record you put out but everything else is gonna go to shit but. last time i saw one she was like you need to get into marketing and that was like basically it and i was like mm, i don't know whatever That's we'll weird. see yeah but. <laughs> we'll see i should look for marketing jobs i guess probably yeah <laughs> all right um i'll do my sister's story and then i'll do the new york story and then cool. we'll be done cool okay my sister's story is literally like three lines okay (laughs) so we have this joke about oh my god ghost uh so she started with oh my god ghost and then she said i woke up i went to get mom so let me just like elaborate on it because literally if i just read her text out loud it's super fucking stupid but um when we were kids (coughs) me and my sister shared a bedroom so 
um, she, because we were closest, well, we were all two years apart, but it's like boy, girl, girl, boy. So for the amount of rooms, the boys are so far apart in age that the girls shared a room. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell it from memory. So she, um, when she would get scared at night, she'd wake up and go get my mom and she'd be like, my mom wouldn't, she wouldn't like let my, she would never let us like sleep in the bed with her, but she would get up and come to our bed until we fell asleep. And then she'd go back to bed. So my sister went to wake her up. She was scared from something. My mom was like, I'll be right in. Just go back to bed. And my mom would be sneaky. And she would do this thing where she'd be like, go back to bed. I'll be in there in a few minutes. And then would never come in and would hope that we'd fall back asleep. So (laughs) my sister did not fall asleep. So she got up, went outside of my bedroom and my parents' uh, house, if you go up to the top of the stairs, like immediately to your right there's my parents room and then you go right again and it's my they have a huge house so go right again and it's uh, mine and my sister's room so my sister comes out to like walk towards my parents bedroom and she sees my mom standing at the top of the staircase and so she was like mom like are you coming like what are you doing and it was my mom like she saw her face she saw it was facing my sister she's facing her and she just like disappeared, like faded away. Ugh. I know it was impersonating my mother. <laughs> so, That's fucked up. So my sister like ran into my mom's room and she was like, she was in the bath. Literally, I'll just read this out. But my sister goes, mom was actually taking a shit. <laughs> nice. So she's in the bathroom and she's not at the top of the stairs. Yeah. And, that's uh, that's, that's fucking, fucked, that's right? That's so weird and gross. Can you imagine seeing your mom just disappear and then you're like, that's not mom. Like, that's not my mom. No. Ew. Scary. I Like, yeah, like I said, to go back, I haven't done anything like that. Like, nothing like that has happened to me, but that I shit know. would fuck me up. Well, I'm jealous because she saw facial features and I've only ever yeah. seen, like, an outline of a human. Anyways. Ugh. All right. So, the New York story that i found so literally what i do is i just find out who the top city is and i google new york haunting okay and then, <laughs> so this is um the story of olive thomas so she's a famous ghost i guess um from the where's the new amsterdam theater i've never been to new york do you know what the new amsterdam theater is um off the top of my head no that's a lie but... i've been to new york one time i was seven and i saw barney live in new that's york. that's sick <laughs> that's a long drive to go see barney I think we flew, but (laughs) Uh, if you fly, if you fly, it's like an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah. So we went to go see Barney live in New York, but anyways, yeah, you know, I've got celebrity friends. It's fine. Yeah. So (laughs) I mean, definitely, definitely worth the trip. Your parents are probably fucking stoked. I met fucking baby Bob. I met all of them. They were great. Holy shit. I haven't heard that name in a while. New band name, baby Bob. Bob. (laughs) Okay. So this is the story of. Olive Thomas. So the ghosts. Okay, so it starts. I copied and pasted this a lot and then like rearranged some things. Yeah. So the ghosts of those who have worked in various jobs at the New Amsterdam Theater are still are said to still wander around it. Producers, actors, musicians, stagehands and others who've been a part of the of New York's theater are said to drift in and around the theater district and its haunts. Olive Thomas was a Broadway chorus girl, a model, and a film actress. She was all. She's also apparently like the ghost of the New Amsterdam okay. Theater. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not How being rude. You? I am. I am googling New Amsterdam Theater. Oh, okay. Uh, which is operated and owned by Disney. Oh, okay. So she married. A, okay, it's kind of near. It's oh, it's near Times Square. 
Oh, okay. So we've played near it. Yeah, it's it's like two blocks from PlayStation Theater. Oh my God, you probably played in, because it says around, in and around the theater, you've probably played in a haunted, you've probably played in many haunted venues. PlayStation, oh yeah, I mean the rave, the rave in, in Milwaukee. So if Milwaukee's is, is ever the top city, yeah. I need to. <laughs> the rave, like there's like a pool that you can go to or some shit. It's Shut up. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, okay, so Milwaukee <laughs> is on my destinations of to go yeah. to. Okay, so she married a guy named Jack Pickford, uh, and he was the brother of a famous actress named Mary Pickford. There have been numerous rumors regarding her death. The most common one was that she committed suicide after finding out that she had got syphilis from her husband. Okay. That's a fucking shitty thing to find out. But is it, um, I, I mean, what year are we talking? Oh, like the 20s. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like now if you get syphilis, you're like, all right. You're like, just, I'm fine. You just go to the fucking yeah, doctor. Yeah, I need some and, penicillin. I need, yeah, yeah, and then you're good. <laughs> you de- definitely don't need to kill yourself over it. No, there's that's, no need. But whatever. So then I it, mean, it, it, it was the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on to say that it's true that she did have syphilis and her husband eventually died from it too. Um, the other rumor about her death was that uh she, that her husband murdered her but apparently neither of those were true okay so in 1920 their marriage was in shambles and they decided to try to renew their relationship by going to paris for a second honeymoon i want to go to paris for a second honeymoon so just then, don't <laughs> no paris bites i've never been to paris yeah i mean i've done like i've seen the eiffel tower we've played shows <laughs> there that are like fine there's one, like, not to sidetrack the story too no, much. No, please do. But there's one, there's one venue in Paris, uh, called Batofar, I think, and it's it's a boat, and you like it's like on the water, and you walk in, and you like load up stairs, and then you go down, and then there's the you're you're on the venue, and sorry, you're in the venue, and then upstairs is where they sell merch and shit, and like you're on like the the deck of a boat. Like, like I'm selling go. merch, it's it's like you're not covered. convincing me to not go to Paris. I want to go just for this. No, no like like th- this is sick, and like the shows there, the shows there are always so fucking nuts, and people like they like run from side to side, and the boat starts like rocking <gasps> on the water and shit. How do you even play when it's that it's fucked? Like it's actually kind of fucked up. <laughs> you but... like technically you wouldn't be playing an instrument, but like how do your bandmates even play? I I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> like it's it's just it feels really fucking weird. But it happened the one time we played Ugh. there, and that show was sick. But a lot of other stuff about Paris is like it's very difficult to like I guess if you're not from there like it's kind of difficult to like navigate make your way around okay, and like yeah. get things done that you need to get done but Shit. we also don't go there for vacation really. yeah We're yeah there to like, you're there you know, to work yeah do a weird thing that not a, a lot of people thing. do and of course it's kind of fucked up but <laughs> no that's fun maybe go I don't know maybe maybe you'll like it I don't know I, I didn't but you didn't convince me I'll okay. go if you if I ever have the funds and the time off to go yeah. watch you play on this boat. I'll come. Yeah, yeah that can be your second honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. Counterpart show on, myself, a, on a boat Stephen in Paris. Won't come. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't blame him. <laughs> seasick. Okay. So on September 5th, 1920, the couple went out for a night on the town, probably to this boat. They returned. Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah. They... <laughs> they returned to their hotel at 3 a.m. Uh, the husband was sleeping and was awakened by his wife screaming, "Oh my God!" <coughs> Same. She went to her, or he That's went to her crazy. side. <laughs> he went to her side and found a blue bottle of mer- mercury bichloride liquid solution, which was used to treat topical sores. Uh, 
caused by their syphilis. The syphilis, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Despite his efforts, which included trying to get her to vomit, uh, he got a physician in who arrived and pumped her stomach three times. Uh, She died five days later. After an investigation and an autopsy, it was determined that the death was accidental. They believe that she was confused by the blue bottle, which was labeled in French, and she probably thought that she was drinking alcohol. Not long after her death, uh, she was spotted by stagehands at the theater wearing one of her costumes, which was a green beaded dress, and she was carrying a blue bottle. So same as the mercury bottle. Okay. She was seen in the theater and on the roof where the roof garden theater had been situated. For years, the theater was in decay and condemned, and then Disney signed a 99-year lease on the theater and in the late 90s began renovating the venue. Around that time, the ghost of Olive Thomas was again sighted. A night security guard saw a woman on the stage in a green dress with a blue bottle, and when he yelled at her, she walked out onto 41st Street. The security guard became hysterical and called Disney theatrical vice president Dana Amendola at 2.30 in the morning. Sightings continue to occur. Sometimes she will talk to men. She tends to, to be fairly passive. However, when there's renewed activity, such as a new show being put in, or when those who are of her generation occupy the theater. When Aladdin, or with Aladdin, soon to be loading into and holding its rehearsals at the theater, you can expect to hear more sightings of and activities from Olive Thomas, who was considered to be the most beautiful brunette of her generation until I arrived. Nice. That's it. It's Francis. Francis Gaddy. <laughs> that's crazy. Ew. Yeah. And that's it. There's so there's so many there's so many places that like like we'll play on a tour or something like that, and they're like, Oh yeah, like it's haunted. There's You need stuff to keep your eyes out. Like I know, but I don't I don't want to see it. Like it's uh our tour manager and and sound engineer Neil, he's from Buffalo mm-hmm. and um, I can't remember the name of the venue. I, I want to say it's Town Ballroom where we're playing next month. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that when he used to do stuff there, like he like there'd be like haunted shit happening all the time. He needs like, to like, come he, on a podcast. He, he would like hear, he would hear stuff or <laughs> or like you know he would like see people on the stage or something. Oh my god! Of Town Ballroom, and then he'd be like, "What the fuck?" And then the light, he'd like turn on the lights on and they they disappear and stuff. I'll, I'll I'll ask him for stories and I'll I'll send them to you. Please can, do. Talk about them, but please 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 do. I would love that. Oh I trust god, I Neil. Love it. I think. You think. I think. <laughs> I mean, we if like I trust him about the ghost story and mm-hmm. to, like if it helps solidify it, we also trust him to hold all of our money and take care of it. Okay, so, yeah. So it's he's like okay, he's I, I think he's he's moderately yeah, trustworthy. Okay. We trust him with our show You've to make us sound missing, good like, every 20, single night. Like randomly. Uh, I mean, probably, but I, I'm not going to lose sleep over a 20. That's fine. If he, if he's, if he's, if he's skimming from the top and taking a couple 20s here and there, it's like fucking respect. I would do the same thing, honestly. Fair but, enough. Uh, um, but yeah, I'll ask him for some of those stories. Yeah, he's told me a bunch of that stuff. I'm, I, it's I was, crazy. Oh my God, I, have, I actually do have to tell you something and I okay. was going to say something to you. I was going to say, just to freak you out because I okay. like scary. God damn it. <laughs> um, I'm very surprised that like out of all the hotels that you've ever stayed at, that you've never like encountered like a haunted hotel. Oh no, yeah, not even once. Well, yeah, like never. Well, open yourself up. Yeah, I, bet I guess. In them. And then, um, so haven't so- seen anything though. Something happened here the other day at this house. Other than what I've already told you. About. God damn it! What? <laughs> okay, so everybody, 
all of my five listeners probably. Um, So so my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and my niece came over to spend the night because my husband is not here right now. They drove him up north to visit his parents for Christmas. So um, they came over. We were all hanging out in the living room and my husband pulled one of the dining room chairs, the scary dining room, into this room and was sitting on it while like the rest of us were kind of lounging about the couches. We stayed up really late. They went to bed and I was like, I'm not cleaning this up tonight. I'll clean it up in the morning, whatever. So the next morning, they left at like 5 a.m. I got up. I went to work for 8. I left. The house was still dirty. The chair was still in this room. I get to work and we were having a fucking Christmas potluck. And I was like, fuck, I forgot the veggie tray that I said I was going to bring. I got to go home. So me and my friend from work came here because she wanted to see my dog, my adorable dog. Yes. So she came, you know, the one. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm familiar. We we came back, got the veggie tray, and I looked around the room. And as I've mentioned before, I have a foster kitten. So uh, she wanted to see the kitten. So I was trying to find it, but it's really afraid of people. Yeah. And it usually secludes itself in my dining room, but it wasn't in my dining room. And I was like, fuck, where's this fucking kitten? Yeah. So then I start panicking, thinking, like, did my fucking sister, my dumb fucking sister-in-law leave? The- She's not yeah. dumb. She's cool. Um, um, leave the fucking Good door save. open. Yeah, totally. <laughs> leave the door open. Like, fuck this. Like, it's not my cat. I don't own it. Yeah, like, yeah you have to. Yeah, I have to find it. So I was getting really scared. And um, I was looking everywhere. So I'm looking under my couches. I'm looking in the dining room. I'm looking yeah. under the beds. I can't find this cat. The basement doors are all closed, so it's not, it's on this level. And I remember like moving the chair out of the way. So I'm in this room. I moved the dining room chair. It was in this room. Me and Victoria can't find the cat. And I'm like, okay, it's going to come out for dinner when I go to feed it. Like, hopefully it didn't run away. So we leave. We had to go back to work. So we left. I came home. I found the cat under my bed. Okay. I fed it. And then I was like, so I do this thing where like if like if I if my house isn't like my house isn't really messy, like it's very clean. Yeah. But like if there's like a little bit of a mess to, to be clean, I'll like put the TV on and watch my shows and then during commercials I'll like clean. So the commercial co- comes on and I start with this room and I start cleaning it. And that's when I realize that the dining room chair isn't in here anymore. Oh god. And I was like, fuck, like, what the fuck? I didn't move it. Victoria didn't move it. Yeah. Because like we were here together. And I moved it out of the way when I was looking for so the it was cat. Definitely in here. But it, I just moved it like off of the rug, like it was in here. And then I was looking around and it was back in the dining room at the table where it was supposed to be. Ugh. And no one, Steven's not home. He's up north. Like I'm the only one with access to my home. Maybe somebody <laughs> broke in and to, put it and To put, put my it chair back. away? Just my one yeah. chair. Probably. That, that could be it. So listen, Jay. Yeah, we yeah we got we got nice burglars and shit now. So they listen, just come to help and clean up your house. Fucking Jay Hastings from last week, who thought that it would be cool for more stuff to happen to me, especially while I was home alone. My grandpa put my chair away, and that was it. That's so. nice. That's that's nice though. Yeah. Right. Like I said, I think that you know, I think that um, if there's something like if if it's all if it's all real, and you know. I think that, you know, if, if stuff like that, or like, like I said, like with me, like the dreams that I had about my grandfather and stuff like that, like if, if those are the things that we have to experience, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world. No. Like it, it's nice. I've heard you know? worse. But of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's definitely, you know, 
true ass like malevolent shit out, out there and there's some scary fucking stories that i've definitely heard but you know i i like that so far in my experience yeah for um, sure it's all been you know pretty good you know yeah. and it's like kind of like a nice reminder like hey i'm gone but i'm still here like yeah. you know it's it's kind of it's kind of nice awesome you know? yeah it's good to leave on a good note, so I'll 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 sneak that <laughs> well, in and then yeah. I'll shut up. Yeah, we'll <laughs> leave it on that very lovely note. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. So that's it. I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you want to talk about anything? I don't have no. anything else to talk cool, about. Cool. Same. My legs are asleep. Um, so, same. So. That's why I keep adjusting myself. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at splendora underscore. You can email me your scary stories or just DM me. My email's adorantm at gmail dot com, and Please rate, review, subscribe so that I'm even cooler. Like, comment, and, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Just absolutely. like just like YouTube. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And um, that's it. Stay spooky. Thanks. <laughs>